Does your wife want you to wait? Yes. Oh, so she doesn't like it when you masturbate. But, oh, no, this is fascinating. I've never heard so this So let's before. go back to women's. No, I want to hear <laughs> no. this. Hold on a second. I'm supposed to be doing the interviewing. You're supposed to be answering questions. Okay. What the hell happened? Okay, when a woman comes in, what do I talk about? If they're not using their vagina, I teach them how. I don't, you know what, that, how old are they then? How old is your wife? 43. And your wife? 41. 43, oh, 41. 41. That's 40. just a really bad age for women in general though. 40? Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> 40, it's like perimenopause, it's really hard. Like your hormones are going up and down and... You think it's hard for the woman, it's hard for the man to ride that wave. He doesn't even know what's going on, he just... No riding. He, he walks in the door and there's no riding. You know, you don't know what no. you're getting that day. Yeah, but you it guys could, it could be a hug or a punch. Not really sure. Yeah. Do they do they work your wives? Mine yes, doesn't. mine. Yours doesn't. That's a problem. That is a problem. Yours does always. Oh, yeah. No, we're gonna have to but edit she does this now. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, really? You think we have to edit this? No, I'm just being silly. Oh, yeah, so for oh, that, I have... forgot. I didn't even realize we were live. But but the 40s are extremely hard. You know what? My my wife's got. Some stuff to work on. She's going to a naturopath. As far as women's hormonal balancing, you could do that, right? Yeah, natural. But we don't like if she's in her forties. So <clears throat> okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this conversation for a second. Okay. I'm just gonna introduce everything and say, you yeah, know, yeah. welcome to the Epicist and my cohort here, Eli, and our, we have a special guest tonight, uh, Kelly Knoll. Did I say it right? No, mm -hmm. yeah, Kelly Knoll, who's a nurse practitioner. I don't know much about, and I, I'm going to ask you uh, to really introduce yourself because I would never do you any justice, but we'll get back into the hormone discussion in a second. So Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you. And why don't you tell us a bit about nurse practitioner, your clinic, Kelly's clinic, and what you do. And the, okay. Yeah. Had you guys ever heard of a nurse practitioner before? Never heard of never, it. Okay. When, you, when I met you, it's like, yeah. uh, I, well, I had to ask you, what's a nurse practitioner? Yeah, I know. I know it's that it's the title nurses. Well, so I uh, thank you. <laughs> um, so I do have a degree in nursing, and then I have many many years experience as a nurse. So hold on. Yeah. So you you go to school for uh, to be a nurse, mm -hmm. but you're not a nurse practitioner at that no, point. No, no. And you have to take more courses to become a nurse practitioner. Yes, yeah, you okay. have to go on to a master's program. Okay. At university. How long is that? It's two more years full time. Okay, so five years in total. Yeah, but you you need you need like life experience, like like at least five years of full time nursing experience before, before being you, accepted before to the program. Being accepted. It used to be ten years back in like, my day. Uh, it was like, ten years of full time practice before you'd ever get into the nurse practitioner program. Is that like uh, when a doctor does a, a residence? Is that what they call it? Residence. Residency. Residency. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same kind of thing where they do a practical? Um, no, uh, but that would be a really good idea if we had a, had a residency. I just graduated and started working like a family doctor after med school without a residency. Like, so I basically went to postgraduate and that's where I learned how to be a doctor, not a nurse. Yeah. They're very different. And it, it was like, you know, it was basically, you know, introduction to med school for a family doctor. That's, that's what I did. So I was... Once I graduated, I was then able to practice as a nurse practitioner, so not under a doctor. I, I work independently. Yeah. And I can diagnose, treat, and prescribe just like a doctor. So I'm fascinated by this. So mm -hmm. what's the advantage to becoming a doctor then? Like, why would someone go doctor instead of nurse practitioner, aside from maybe, I'm just thinking, maybe status or something? I don't know. Well, money. Yeah. Why? Why money? Like, you're in a, pri you're in a private clinic, so you can charge whatever you want. Yeah, but I didn't. So I couldn't start like that. I had to get a job with a salary oh, and work in a community health center, and and I and I also needed to learn before I could charge because I didn't know what I was doing. Right. So and people, <clears throat> the world doesn't know what a nurse practitioner is still, why even is though that? we've been around since 1970. Um, why is that? Why are there not more? Are there a lot of nurse practitioners? Well, there's a lot more every year than there used to be. Yeah. Um, why? Yeah. Well, why, but, like, why is it not a big? It seems like a big deal to me. Because when you told me what you could you. do as yeah. a as a nurse practitioner, I'm like, oh, 
Like, it is that's a pretty big amazing. Deal. I agree. It's a big deal. But, you know, very disillusioned when I come out to practice and not one person knows what a nurse practitioner right. is. And I have to explain even to people when I'm making referrals to doctors, like the medical secretary doesn't know what a nurse practitioner and just rejects. Like that used to happen quite a bit. Oh, okay. So, well, uh, yeah. for the uh, listeners, <laughs> your nurse practitioner, <laughs> spread the word. It's important. And we come from, so, you know, let's, let's make no mistake. Uh, I did not go to med school. Like I wouldn't have gotten into med school. Like anybody who gets into med school has very, very high marks yeah. starting in like grade one. And well, that makes you an academic. Doesn't make you necessarily smarter or more or more educated. Makes you. More I think of an it academic. often you're. It's a doctors come from a place of privilege a lot more than nurses do. So our advocate, like our ability to advocate and be business women or men, it, it, we don't have we don't have the same we don't have the same education and belief in ourselves as oh, as yeah. a profession in general. We we tend to be oppressed. Okay. That's why there's opportunity right now to start our own clinics and make our own money and offer private health care in a, in a public system. But we're not taking advantage of that because we have no idea how to do that. So other than uh, well, having your own practice, where, where would a nurse practitioner, what would her... Uh, so, they, so, so we work anywhere that, that doctors work. So we, like, now they hire them in the hospital at times, okay. but it's a hospital position like I, and and you do sort of have to follow what the doctors say if you're working in the hospital. But every single family health team or family doctor team or community health clinics, a lot of mental health and addiction hire nurse practitioners. And most of the work that most doctors don't want to do, like work up north or work in remote areas, that's that was historically why a nurse practitioner wow. could practice. That's a good fit. I know. Yeah. Well, I what I know it. of you, Kelly, I haven't known you that long, but I've known you long enough. Uh, if you've heard any time I talk about doctors, I, I don't have a I, I don't have a great respect for doctors, not because they're doctors, but because I don't find most of them, uh, most of them don't have the ability to think outside the box. They're very robotic in their thinking, and uh, what I've learned from you is is the opposite. You know, you're very you, you're creative. You have a creative mind on top of the practical medical mind. You know, which I don't see in doctors a lot. There's more engagement with you, with the patient, I find. You want to know more. You want to dig a little deeper, um, based on my experience at your clinic. And, and doctors, I don't, for whatever reason, they're rushed. <laughs> they have thousands of patients, perhaps. Um, and there's just not that deep dive that people really need. We're talking about health. Yeah. You just can't spend 15 minutes and, no. and, and figure things out. No, and, and you know, I, I only, like, I certainly know that I need a lot more time because of my, historically, my nursing, nursing teaches me to see someone as a whole person, right. mind, body, mm -hmm. spirit. And so I, that, I bring that with me to my medical exams now. That, that's where that comes from. That's, a, that's, that's my nursing part that I, I, I wanted to get rid of because I wanted to be like a doctor. Yeah. But I've, it's interestingly enough, that is the part that I am most proud of. And today. that's the part that really stands out. Thank you. You're the, okay. That you care. You yeah. really care. I mean, I'm not saying doctors don't care, but you really, like you I put your care. heart into a session, Yeah. you know, and you ask questions that says, oh, I, I really want to know what's going on. Like I want to hear, you know, as opposed to do a diagnosis, make a, make, you know, give you a prescription and, and on to the next one. The other distinction is, is you want feedback from you you encourage it you want it yeah. from your patient i know that yeah. we when we talk about it you, you definitely um you want to hear what we have to say and you don't um sort of rule out our knowledge about ourselves and you incorporate it i find in in your yeah. final outcome but you guys that's supposed to be how it is i don't know any other way so i i i went to a you know a, a a paid doctor, you know, like a service, yeah. like an executive service. Yeah, yeah, tell me about and, that. And uh, I'm not going to say who and, and because I don't want to slam anybody in particular. But, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm seeing this doctor and I'm trying to talk to him about how I feel, what's going on. And, you know, he's, uh, he's, he says to me one day, he says, look, I'm the doctor, you're the patient. You listen to me. And I said, that's not why I came here. That's not why I'm paying you. You know, I want to be able to have a conversation with you. And so I, I fired him as my doctor. I stopped going to that clinic 
I'm, why am I paying money to be told that? You know, you're the opposite. It's, uh, you know, you want to hear. Yeah, well. Because you care. You seem to really care. I do care. Yeah, about the whole person. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying doctors don't care. They care about maybe a, an acute situation. But there's more to a human being than that acute situation. Am I right? No, you're absolutely right. And I, you know, my own experience with with doctors, um, I guess I take my own experience with doctors in general also with me, right? I, I just, I find them, um, they only have knowledge. No, 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 sorry. That's not the right thing. They have a lot of knowledge and very little life experience. <clears throat> yes. And so, so when the, they come in handy, when you break your arm and you need a surgery, like they're really good for yes. that, right? Like there's some, or if you have a heart attack, situations. right? They're amazing. Yeah. But when you want to know a how chronic. your body is working and why, and why you're not feeling well, I agree with you. Yeah. So for chronic situations, I don't think doctors are great. There's no but, troubleshooting involved. Uh, no, and it's very uh, clinical. So... There's no compassion. Some of the things that you focus on, we kind of we were talking about what should we talk about because you do a lot of great things, and I really wanted to know what interested you, and one of them I, well, I don't call it sexual health of women. Yeah. And so tell tell us about that. We've been we before the show we were talking about hormones and women and perimenopause and all that stuff. By the way, stuff I don't get like okay, it's foreign to me. I mean, I'm married and I I've observed things, but. <laughs> I'm, as an outsider, I'm just, you know, like, what the hell's going on? Okay. I'm sure you understand much more than I would ever. Well, I'll tell you how I got interested in, um, you know, sexual health was actually a doctor, a female doctor at a conference, a gynecologist, and she did this very, like, this amazing presentation about how every single woman's vagina in my clinic is my responsibility. And, you know, I, I think maybe I was the only person who listened, but I listened. And I went back to my clinic, and no matter what anybody came in for, they did not leave without a vagina discussion. Oh, really? And it, that was so well received that, that that's where, I mean, you know, nobody had been there talking to I'm any woman. I'm assuming you're talking about, about women now. You're not, well, not going to have a vagina discussion with me, but you could. But I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you much. No, but... <laughs> 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 you haven't no, seen one before huh? <laughs> is that what you're trying to say but it, it, there is sort of there's a lot that goes into a vagina yes right and it's Depends. like you know there's a lot to be talked about and it's not talked about and so, so you want to share so you would proactively you, bring up this conversation I proactively yeah, because every that's my responsibility yeah. yes everything about the vagina I'm very comfortable no, with no do, 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 do your patients typically feel comfortable talking about it when you bring it up, or is it like super awkward? Well, I, you know, I don't let that stop me. Awkward conversations, right? Like, I mean, if someone's going to be offended, then I'll, but no. Uh, yeah, they, at first, some people don't want to talk about it, but, you know, I just ask. You know, if someone's shutting me right down, I shut it down, right? Like, yeah. I'm not, but nobody shuts that conversation down. Men do. I want to hear about it. Okay. So okay. I really, okay, it's really want to hear about it because I, I only up until recently, I, you know, I have a young son and we were talking about women and he's like, uh, trying to, you know, this is back a couple of years ago when he was taking, um, you know, uh, biology of, of men and women and he's asking me questions. I'm like, I really don't know. I don't know anything about what, you know, how a woman's put together. Like I, it's, it's weird. I just really don't know. You know, I was, wasn't taught it. And I'm like, so it fascinates me. This whole topic about Vagina? vaginas and and what makes a woman tick inside and you know sexual drive and hormones and it's very it's very different for a woman than it is a man similar but different yes so i'd like to hear more about well, that. well i have questions for you guys like why why do you like all the hair off of a vagina i don't <laughs> why oh, I don't. you don't okay because that's a real that's, that's, that's a, something that. i see a lot and i like i want to know like men like that uh, I think it's become just a trend, right? I don't know. I oh, prefer the old, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a sixties person. You're so, sick, okay. You know, I was <laughs> like a full bush. The joy of uh, sex. Remember that? Yeah, like, yeah. That was half the thing was the visual. You guys Maybe wouldn't, you guys wouldn't understand. The Look at they're boys. fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> you, the long, young boys. You, you, the bush, the full bush, yeah. armpit hair. Yeah. yeah I liked What's it What's wrong all. with that? No, it's great. Eli, you're quiet. I'm good with that. Okay. Sure. So we're all okay with hair? Yeah. Okay. Cause the minute we start. I mean, trim the bush maybe, you know. Trim. Okay. 
The like, minute we start removing all that hair, there's a lot of problems. Is there? Oh, really? Yes. Well, I'd like to hear about that. Tell me. Well, first of all, that's your, well, one, it, it like there's some traction there. So, you know, like it actually helps with enhancing like foreplay and getting okay. aroused. The hair is, you know, it's a bit of pulling is important. And then the other thing is disease protection. So oh. the sure way to get like an infection is nice bare skin where hair normally is against okay. skin. And men and women shave now. That's I, what I've noticed. I uh, okay. manscape, but okay. I don't like shave down. I mean, I just you don't shave, I just yeah. don't have the full bush. I have the yeah. little bush. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So women who shave right down. Yeah. A lot of times then once you shave right down, then you start looking at your vagina and then it doesn't look normal because you've never seen it before but that's yeah. typically what a vagina looks like if you're going to take all the hair off it's almost expected now like it's yeah. again i grew up in in an era where shaving was not even a thing yeah and the first time i ever saw you know what they call the brazilian first time i ever yeah. saw a g-string and a topless woman was when i went to brazil 30 some years ago for my cousin's wedding okay and i was like what the hell are those things you know like, where's the rest yeah. of the bikini but that quickly translated up into North America yeah. and probably around the world now. Yeah. This whole, uh, you know, you got to shave to get into that little yeah. thread. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's not, so that's maybe not necessarily a male trend. I, I maybe for the young guys, I don't know. Like I'm guessing the young guys yeah. have just grown up with a shaved So vagina. So they're pretty disgusted by hair. I don't know. Are you guys disgusted by hair on a vagina? You've never seen it. Have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen hair on a vagina? No. Never seen okay, it. Okay, so. see? Yeah. And is it like, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. See, I yeah. You're allowed. Yeah. No, nobody gets judged here. It's just, these are observations. These are observations. I was watching a show. It was based, like it was, the show was based in, oh, this is in, you know, something in the 80s. Yeah. And the girl has full bush, armpit hair, the whole bit. At first I was taken back yeah. because I, you know, because I, more recently, last yeah. 20 years, that just hasn't been the case. I'm like, oh, bush, oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot what that looked like, you know? Kind of exciting, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I think the bush is for as we age, like the cues, the visual cues, because you need all the help you can get. Okay. With sort of <laughs> the setting. I think that one's a good one to bring back. Oh, I, I think, uh, I don't know how you get that word out to women. Like, I'm not sure you, Do you tell your patients, you know, it's not great to shave? Yeah, you know, but I, you know, I have to be careful because... Um, you know, a lot of times that's just, there's no more hair coming back there because oh. they permanently remove it. Oh, laser So, yeah, yeah, like that, right? So yeah. that, and that's kind of like a tattoo. It looks really nice when in your 20s and 30s, like hairless, but as you age, the hairless vagina is not as pretty. Mm. Kind of like those hairless cats too. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, of hairless cats are like yeah, it's just kind of like. Oh, what are they called? Naked cats, right? Anyway, so so, so so the hair, the hair is good. Hair is important. Okay. Okay. So what about sex drive? I was going to talk about that. Comparing yeah. a, a male sex drive to a woman's sex drive, are there the stress of, for example, affect women? Like, do the same obstacles in life affect a woman as they do a man? I have no idea what affects was. you guys. Like, are you affected by? Does anything affect your sex drive, really? Oh, Other only, than like, uh, losing money? No, that, that increases my I sex drive. <laughs> that, that increases your sex stress drive? Stress increases my sex drive. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm because not when I'm stressed, because, you know, I'm tense, and when I'm tense, I need to release. Yes, I know, the like the dogs in the park. I see them. Like, they just go wow. have a good hump, and they're better. That right? <laughs> Well put. Sure, well, you know, sure. No, a good hump is right. It's good. Um, just get, go get over. I think the done. only thing that affects a man's sex drive is as, our, as we age, our testosterone goes down, right? Mm. But if you bring that back up through, uh, you know, HRT, then we're good. And apparently we think about it every seven seconds. Or something. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't, do you think about it? I, I, I need it. to know the difference. I think okay. about it often. Like when you, you wake up? You guys probably think about it every three seconds because you're young. I'm about every seven seconds because I'm on TRT. Really? If I wasn't on TRT, it might be every 30 seconds. And what do you think about? Having well, it? I don't know that I'm I'm consciously thinking about it. Oh yeah, I think about having it. Sure. You think about having it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so when you're like driving down the street and you see a woman and she's attractive, do you think? Oh no, it's not. A, it's not woman specific. Okay. It's more. Uh, 
Should I Does move the drive away from it? Huh? Yeah, it's, it's what? <laughs> it's really, looking pretty good. It's just a drive. You know, the... Um, yeah, it's like an appetite. The testosterone, like, creates uh, almost like a tension. If there's no sex, there's tension that builds up. I have trouble sleeping. If I have sex with my wife, I will sleep like a baby that night. Yeah. But if I haven't had sex in a week or two, I have trouble sleeping. I'm, I'm tense, you know? Why can't you masturbate? Uh, I've committed to not masturbating. Why? Because I want to be uh, just there for my wife. Really? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Eli? I'm committed to masturbating. Okay, yeah. I'm a big fan of masturbating myself. Yeah, most people are, I'm sure. No, I've just committed to uh, waiting for uh, my wife. Oh, so then you're, but you're kind of like all Tense. wound up. Then. I'm wound up, baby. Yeah. Does your wife want you to wait? Yes. Oh, so she doesn't like it when you masturbate. Oh, I'm okay with that. But, oh, no, this is fascinating. I've never heard this So let's before. go back to women's. No, I want to hear this. <laughs> no, this is way the, more interesting. <laughs> I feel like I'm, yeah, hold on a second. I'm supposed to be doing the interviewing. You're supposed to be answering questions. Wanna... What the hell happened? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, if, do you want me to give you a pause? I'll tell you no, what I. I, yeah, I want to hear now from a when, woman's Okay. When a woman comes in, what do I talk about? If they're not using their vagina, I teach them how. And I send them to a Venus Envy or a store where they get a vibrator or a dildo or whatever you want to call it yep. so that she continues to have orgasms and climax and activity or and else. Why is that important? Because it will like shrink and shrivel up and fall out and, and you'll die. It won't fall out. Yeah. What mean, what's going like, to fall no, out? No, it's just, it's, it's just, it's an unnecessary death. No kidding. So it yeah. has a, a detrimental effect on the Absolutely. Health. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. And then your bladder, all the muscles that hold up the bladder and the bowel they like sorry that is so not sexy when we're trying to talk in front of a whole bunch of people about women but other than the fact that sex is very pleasurable it's very important for women to continue having sex but it'd be better if they had uh sex with their partners than, than well depends okay depends well, on the partner um yeah. but, but seriously like why would it be better well, like, if, they, if they need to have an orgasm yeah so if they're orgasming every time well they don't not everyone most women don't orgasm with their husbands Okay, well, I'm pretty sure my wife does. Yeah, well, but the, but you own a TV show, and you're like, you know, you're you're something, <laughs> you're something special here. Oh, I am pretty special for sure. <laughs> Short bus special. Like. So it's it's about um, it's not just the act of having sex. It's uh, for the the health of the vagina. Yeah. It's actually uh, having an orgasm. Uh, having an orgasm. So right. I should be telling my and wife like, and, and like the yes to like, keep honey. It you need to have sex more because it's good for you. Absolutely. Nice. I'm in. I like it. Absolutely. And, uh, but I don't, you know. So what happens when a woman ages? Does her sex drive naturally decline? Mm, unfortunately, yes. And so you. Yes. I've tried Kelly, everything. I've tried. Okay. And I've you, tried you're everything. currently on a regime of testosterone. Mm -hmm. And you say that it's not helping you. No. Has anything all. helped that you tried? You said you tried everything. No. Oh. No, I know. And so I'm really envious of you guys. I really would like to be able to take something that would make me have a sex drive. Do you think that the, uh, the level of testosterone you're taking is too low? Apparently, testosterone in itself is not that effective for women. It's for a sex drive. For a sex drive. And that we're much more complicated. I think that... Um, Before, well, okay. And women need to be simulated emotionally... And, you know, connection-wise as well, if it, I'm talking yeah. about now without a vibrator, yeah. to really feel like they want to have sex. Yeah. So it's not all about the physical. For a guy, like, it's a lot we, about we, we could hump a wall, you know. Yeah. Like, it's no, no but I think I'm pretty good. I don't need all that touching and nice stuff, you know. When I, when I had a sex drive, like, I, I'm pretty good about that. Like, yeah. like let's just, like, but that's gone for me. Okay. Like, that doesn't even, like, that's just. So you say it's not raining. all about testosterone. No, I don't. I'm going to find the magic solution. So there's you know, no uh, studies out there that are... There is a, there's a new medication called Addy, and it, it is supposed to help with women's sex drive and orgasm. There's mixed results on it. It's very expensive. It's a pill that you have to take. Yeah. And it's, and you know, and it's similar to uh, an antidepressant. 
Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask, is there more to it than just hormones when yeah, it comes to women's there, health? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I do I do think that the hormones are playing a big factor. Yeah, sure. And, and you know, the decline in estrogen and the decline in progesterone, like those are our sex hormones. Like I, it's not really, like, yes, a bit of testosterone helps our libido, but I really think it's more like estrogen that, because so we have periods of time during our, like our cycle where we, I remember, like, like I wanted to have sex. Just before the period, right? Or is it just after the period? You know I can't what? remember. Yeah, I don't know what. It was really nice. Yeah. Sometimes one or during the, before the period. The, before the cycle or after the cycle, a woman's sex drive. Actually, isn't it both? No. Yeah, it can be. You know what? And, but it can be very much in during the period. That's why I, the blood thing. Like, what's your comfort with blood? Because I think a lot of yeah, men, they're not a, comfortable with blood. But if that's it's a little a, bit, I don't care if it's gushy. No. Okay. Gushy. You know, if, it, no. if it looks like a mob hit after we're done. Does you know? <laughs> that scare you, blood? No, not me. No, okay, maybe just, the mob hit ML. Yeah, perhaps. mob hit, yeah. but yeah. just regular blood. Regular, no, because that's not actually like one of the best times oh, for a woman. Right. Well, because there's more blood flow and the cervix is dropped, and it's just there's so much more. Pleasure. I'm taking notes from my marriage here. Like, you guys, this is really are good you stuff. scared of blood? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, a little maybe. Shouldn't be afraid of anything. Blood is good. Blood so is when good. you when a patient comes in, a woman comes in, let's say she's in her 40s or 50s, you know, maybe she's perimenopausal, maybe she's post. Yeah. Menopausal. Her hormones are all a little whack. Is that where you, and she doesn't have sex drive and all. Yeah. There's other things. Mm. Is that where you start? You start with like a baseline test of. of Do some uh, blood work. And, blood work and whatever. And then what? Well, if you're, if you're going by the medical professionals and the guidelines that we have ordered. Which are dumb. Yes. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, feel free to add any of your comments. A perimenopausal woman, we, we shouldn't, we're never supposed to touch, look at her hormones. I know, but that's what? stupid. Yeah, because they're going, they're going to fluctuate. Oh. And, and, and so it's basically, is this woman, does she, so there's no hormone replacement other than birth control for a woman until she's menopausal. So this whole, I go to a naturopath and get hormones to balance me while I'm in perimenopause. Like you, that's not making any medical science, like that doesn't make sense to me in terms of uh, like, cause I don't know how that would work. Okay. But because is. it's such a low when you're when you're using topical hormones, yeah. it's so low compared to what a woman in her perimenopause would need for hormone stabilization. There's no injections or well, there can be all of that if you go about it, you know, correctly. Uh, but there's not a lot of people, not a lot of healthcare providers interested in that. So you're saying that's you why I like doing it. You can't treat a woman who's perimenopausal. You can't give them hormones. Well, you're not. No, you're, you're not, not supposed, supposed to. to. You're not supposed. You're not supposed can. to. But you're that's why to. people are going to the, I guess, the naturopathic med doctors. But right. I would have assumed that they would have the same sort of guidelines. And it's it's just it's not very effective. Right, and it's bioidentical too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not yeah, the. Yeah. Um, so for a man, there's a lot more effective treatments, yeah, like, those. you know, pills. I mean, you could, whatever formulation, but the, the, the concentration of hormones has to be higher. So for a man, when he's, uh, uh, what do they call it? Andropause, you know, when his yeah. testosterone has dropped, there's obvious symptoms. There's body composition. There's clarity of thought. There's energy, you know, lack of energy. And there's a sex drive, drop yeah. sex drive, right? So you could pretty much diagnose someone who's- Depression uh, too. And depression, yeah. yeah. And you could, so you pretty much diagnose a man. Okay. And the, the simple solution is to give them testosterone. That's not the ultimate, the only solution, but that's a good start. You yeah. want to bring the testosterone levels back up. A woman comes in and all her levels are low. And she, what would the symptoms be of a woman who's, I know perimenopausal is like roller coaster of emotions, but let's say post perimenopause. Well, menopause, yeah. very dry. Dry hair, dry eyes, dry vagina. Okay. Dry vag Have so you ever experienced a dry vagina? Yes. Okay, let's talk about that because that's very important. Okay. Because the dry vagina is what I, that's what I'm trying to protect women from. Oh. A dry vagina is an unhealthy vagina. And that's, that's a symptom of other problems. Hormone. Bigger Declining problems. estrogen. Right. Does it affect other aspects or is it just vagina health or does it? Go to heart health as well. No, it, you know, eventually it goes to to everything. It can affect other yes, it, it goes, but but the vagina, but the vagina is not talked about. Um, but the, the vagina being uh, moist, let's say, called moist, yeah, it is an indicator. Of, if it's not moist, it's yeah. an indicator of a problem. Yes, that is probably related to hormones. Yes. Okay. 
And and frequent infections, that's a sign that your your normal barrier infections like uh like, like a vaginal yeast, yeast infection, yeah. And frequent or infrequent, you said. Sorry? Did you say frequent or infrequent infections as a sign? Frequent. Yes. Frequent yeah, frequent, sorry. Like okay. and that starts to happen more often, irritated. So it's as simple as the the moisture. Okay, so now you know she's got uh, moisture issues. She's got probably maybe dry hair, dry skin, whatever. And so where do you go with that? What do you well, do? Well, right away I say you need to moisturize your vagina and no overcleaning. So the, the, we need to talk about the scent of a vagina too, you guys, because oh, yeah. that scent is scent a problem, right? For some. And so then women overwash. So what in okay. perimenopause, I see a lot of women who overwash. Okay. Like there's really not supposed to be cleansing of the internal. Inside? Vagina. Yeah. Oh. Is that like a douche? Is that what they call that? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of douching going on. And oh. that causes like dryness and irritation and reduced hormone levels okay. and just throws off. Overdouching does that. Overdouching, yeah. But you still need to douche. Though. No, there's oh, no one needs oh, to douche. Okay. Apparently the vagina is like a self-cleaning oven. Okay, cool. <laughs> right, I like But, but <clears throat> so let's be honest, right? Like They're not all clean. We're not all like the smell of a vagina. Like it can be very like offensive at times. Yeah, I experienced um, one of those. Right, it can. Yeah, it was. So really there's good. a fine line between teaching my daughters not to wash their vagina and wash their vagina. Right, as a parent and. Where does the scent, like the scent comes from inside out? Is that is that why they make douches? Because typically the scent starts inside and then it permeates out. No, I don't. You know what? When you're saying the scent, like you're talking about external or internal? (laughs) I'm talking about internal. Oh, internal. Like, But you actually smell it. You smell it. Like you would smell it if you were going down there. If your wife, if you were having sex with your wife and then she, you penetrate her and then she performs oral sex on you after, she's going to taste her own vagina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) Well, but my wife is fine, so 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 sometimes sometimes that is a problem for the women and the men, right? Okay. So there's some overwashing going on. Instead of overwashing, there is moisturizers, pH, va- vaginal pH stuff that you can insert inside the vagina, and that helps restore. And it's quite lovely, oh. and it really should be what people are using for lubrication. And I'm, I'm it's getting like a probiotic this sense. for the exactly. vagina. Exactly. It's exactly it. Yeah. I'm getting the sense that women are not aware of this. This is like when you present this, yeah. it's news to them. Women are like, are they are you not taught as you're growing? No. Women no, no, there's not a lot of taught. You have daughters, right? Yeah, so I I'm talk, assuming you've taught your daughters. I told yeah. my daughters. They're like also mini vagina experts too. Okay. Now because of me and they're very <laughs> proud of that. Yeah. And they give me a lot of referrals for the vagina. Okay from their friends and they, they talk about it openly. And so they know all about all this stuff, but there are more women that don't talk about this, especially women in their forties. I don't know how, I don't know what the, I don't know very many of them, but they're not. It seems that uh, talking about genitals at all is a taboo even today, like even today with Europe. Really? No. Is it? I'm just being silly, but I mean, they talk, which I don't is, know, I but it, it, seems like, it seems like a topic people don't talk oh, about. Yeah. In fact, and look I, at me, I talk about it all day. I feel even a little awkward talking about it now. I mean, really? I'm enjoying well, I'm enjoying it. But I'm just saying, because it's not a topic that comes up. Right. You know, like, yeah. I wouldn't sit around with Eli talking about my penis and. Okay. You know? Okay, because I, do, I, I would. do with my son, by the way. <laughs> we, we joke about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like my balls are small because yeah. I take testosterone. No, I know. You told me about that. I yeah. like that. I appreciate learning about Men yeah. too. I don't. But I don't think women sit around talking about their vaginas. No, generally not. I'm I'm assuming they do when you step into the crowd. Like they kinda, let's talk yeah, about yeah, vaginas. Let's talk about what was that? Vagina. What was that movie? Vagina Vagina dialogues. Vagina dialogue. Yeah. Uh, what the hell was that? Was that? But, was that that? I don't even know. No, I think that's vagina dialogues is like a play or something. Oh. It was a big deal. Okay. But the vagina is not talked about, and then but the need to have an orgasm is 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 how is, often. Oh, I, there's no, there's no, I think okay. even having once, how often, uh, well, once a week would be a, like a good place to start. To start yeah. yeah. If you did like three times in a row and then stop for a week, that's good. Then you can start again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to like, like if you're not used to it, 
it's a lot of work, right? There's a lot of muscles involved and there's a lot of concentration. And, you know, I know a man thinks that he gets all responsibility, but a woman has to be also doing a great deal of squeezing an effort at the same time for this to happen. I have no idea. No? Yeah, no. I don't know. There's a I lot. Don't know, really. You can't just lie there and think the man's going to give you an orgasm, guys. Doesn't work like oh. that. No. No. Shit, I thought it was the hero. All no, time. sorry. I mean, it's very helpful. Can we it's more helpful to have a man once you've had an orgasm than actually getting to that point. But Say then you're again. really needed. Say it again. It's better to have a man once you've had an orgasm. Better to have a man once you've had it. Yeah, because that's only the start of the pleasure. Then, then you need the man. Oh, you, you're suggesting a woman should have an orgasm before having sex with her husband. Yeah. Oh. It's a really good idea. Oh, cool. Like how long before? Is this like a, like a pre-orgasm yeah, thing? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like a pre-game thing? Yeah. You huh. never heard of this? No. Never heard of that at all. <sighs> Guys. But what a, what, it's way some, better. There's way more blood. She's way more lubricated. But some women can only have one orgasm. Yeah, like they, yeah. some, they, some of them can't have Some multiple. of them can only have one. But I bet you she still would... Like, it doesn't mean that we need to go on and have a whole bunch of orgasms. But the environment is just perfect to receive penetration. Okay. But not for a woman who could just have one orgasm. She no, may no, want to no, orgasm. No, 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 she no, wait, it, it's, not, it, it's not enough. We can orgasm on our own, but like you do have a purpose. And it, it's- Yeah, you're, the, looking, you're starting to eliminate my purpose no, for my wife. Don't let her know no, this. No, no, it's not. Say, oh, it's a husband. big purpose. But it like, but it's a lot of work, isn't it? For you to help her? Fantastic. No? It's wonderful. Best. You like it too? Is yeah, it not? It's the good part of it? I love it all, yeah. I, see, I don't know you guys at all. Like, I don't know men very well. I don't know the male experience. I don't know men at all. Like, I don't know men how they are. But I, uh, well, first of all, I adore my wife. And so uh, <laughs> the physical part of it is an extension of that okay. adoration, you know. Okay. And pleasuring her is an extension of the physical part. You yeah. know, it's part of that. And so, uh, no, I really enjoy Like, I enjoy being with my wife. I enjoy watching her. And so it doesn't seem like effort. It's like, it's like doing the thing you like. It's like your work, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody say, oh, that's a lot of work. No, well, actually, I really I like enjoy it. working, you know? Okay. I enjoy going to the office. I enjoy making love to my wife. I enjoy watching her feel good, you know? And that's Pleasure actually, herself? No, me pleasuring but could, her. Could, would you watch her pleasure herself? I don't think she would, but yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But not in front of you. She's never that's had a problem with me your... pleasuring her. Okay. So far. Okay. Okay, so lots of people need to pleasure themselves. Oh yeah. While they're with the man. Right. Right? They need to be able to do that. Sure, yeah. And but I think that m there are men that get offended by that. Yeah, so I would so my son and I talk a lot about different things sex and whatever because I you know in the era I grew up and you maybe too and, and you you lie is that we didn't <laughs> talk about sex. Like I mean sex was just not a topic. Yeah. I learned from looking at Playboy. Yeah. Not a great you know, but so we talk about sex all the time and, uh, you know, I talk about, you know, that it's not just for his pleasure. It's, you know, it's gotta be for his partner's pleasure and, you know, that there's actually an enjoyment that comes with getting your woman to climax. Like, and it may, it, and it, you know, the, the most important thing I find with, with my wife and what I've learned from that is discussion. You know, what do you like? What don't you like? What feels good? What doesn't feel good? You know, so but some men would take that, like, if there's an insecurity in, in their sex life, you know, they would take it as an insult. Oh, you don't want me doing that? Why? What's wrong? What am I doing? You know, they would take it like a, a personal assault. But um, I find that really enlightening to be, okay, well, you like this and you don't like, just tell, you know, and my wife and I talk about it often. Okay. And I'll, I think she holds back on some things she might like. I, I keep telling her, is there anything else, you know? But discussion's important. Yeah. It's so important. Don't you think? Um, yes. You seem I, reluctant to say yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, I, the, too much discussion is. I, I don't. I'm not really a discusser. I'd like to just sort of like what happens. We don't discuss. Okay. Like I don't really. I find. I don't. I. I just think it takes away. From, that's me personally. Well, what if, uh, okay, what are, you're with your husband? But I've been married a long time, so, like, can you, you imagine me telling, out, like, just, like, it's... But let's say you're back in the beginning, and you're with your husband, and he, uh, you know, what he's doing isn't exactly what... What I'd know. like? Like, he's done a couple of things, but the first thing he did was really good, and the second thing he did wasn't great. Yeah. 
And you wouldn't just say to him, uh, you know, when you were doing that first thing, yeah. that was pretty awesome. Yeah. You don't have to say the second thing sucked, but you could say, the, you know, the first thing was actually pretty awesome. At 21, I never would have done that. At 50, yeah. Yeah. But never at 21. But that's what I'm saying about discussion. That You don't find that that would be... No, I think it would probably be a really good idea. Yeah. It's just not that easy for... There's pride for a man. There's pride. You know, for we are um, sort of, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we're kind of um, wired to think that it's our responsibility to pleasure our woman. Oh. To, and that we don't do a bad job. We don't want to think that we don't do yeah, a bad yeah. job. Yeah, we, don't, we can't sort of accept it. And so when I was younger, if a woman said, well, you're, you know, I, this or that, I'd be, I'd be like offended. Oh, well, what's wrong with me? You know, it's like, that's lack of self-esteem. But as I got older, it's like, well, you know, I want to, I want to hear from my wife. I want yeah. to hear from her what makes her feel good and what doesn't. No? Yeah. No, no, you know? no. Yeah. But you say you're not big on discussion. Well, no, I, listen, I, I'm petrified of the male ego and wounding it at right. all costs. Like I have to be honest. I am very wary. There'd be nothing but you are amazing. This feels great. Okay. So let's talk about women faking orgasms. Yeah. So I've heard most women fake orgasms to please their husband, to please their partner. Not necessarily the husband, but <clears throat> to please their partner. Is that true? Do you, do you know, like, have you talked to enough women to say, oh, yeah, it's pretty common? Yeah, it's really common. Okay. It's, I mean, you, at it's 50, it's the, less common because, like, we're cranky and old and we don't, we're not going to do that anymore. But it's common for a woman to do that because of the male ego. Well, because of what, yes. Because, or, you know, in order for her to orgasm, she's got to put her legs together and masturbate in front of you. And, like, a lot of guys, they just... That freaks them out. They're going to run for the door because I don't know. I don't know because I don't know the younger generation, but I'm not sure if that, if, if a woman do it, like that frightens some people. Yeah. But I think most women need to be in some weird position that's not like what you see on the porn, on the, uh, on porn. Well, porn is a terrible example oh, okay. of sex. I, I think it's okay. the worst example of sex. Yes. First of all, it's I rough. Agree. It's like. It's uh, it's sex. It's not. It's very love bouncy. Making. It looks very bouncy. Yeah, it's not. It's. <laughs> I mean, I stopped watching porn uh, twenty years ago. Okay. Like I had a bit of a porn addiction. Okay. I stopped watching it, but, you know, what I remember of porn is it was not great sex. It was not intimacy. Yeah. There was no intimacy yeah. at all. Like it's just hardcore. I yeah, remember yeah. I went to when I went to Brazil. I saw the uh, the uh, g strings and all that. I also, uh, you know, we went to what. Um, we were in Sao Paulo, no, and we were in uh, Rio de Janeiro, and I went to a live sex show. You know, porn kind of reminds me of that. There's, there was nothing beautiful about oh, that. It was okay. awful. Like it was. Yeah, it seems. We like went to it because we'd never been, and I was younger and stupid. But you know, I think about it now. It's just it was it was nasty. You know, mm -hmm. and so porn is that to me is very okay. nasty. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have daughters. You wouldn't want them being porn stars. I don't think. And, I wouldn't want my son being a porn star and because you know, there's nothing beautiful about it. I don't, you know what? I'm not a big fan of porn. I like, like ideas and imagery and, and I, you know, I find the most exciting part is like the walk up the stairs, you know, I mean, there's so much, the subtleties that go yeah, into it. Now you've been married for a long time, but mm -hmm. I find like, for example, with my wife, you know, I'll hug her. I'll touch her. You know, throughout the day, I'll be touching her. I'm a very touchy person. Oh. And she likes it. And so, I'll, you know, I'll come up behind her and kiss her neck. And none of these things are meant to be sexual. It's just, you know, being affectionate. But it's a great buildup to yeah, making nice. love, right? Well, then you're probably doing it right. <laughs> well, I don't know. She well, it sounds, that sounds about right. That's pretty issues. nice. We have I mean, issues, no, but... that's nice, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I adore my wife. Yeah. Other than vaginas, uh, what other, what other, um, what do women come to you or men come to you for? Uh... Men come to me for, well, what they walk in for is often different. So I don't trust what they say because like when I first started working, I was a younger woman and attractive. So none of them would talk about what they were really there for. Mm. So that's where I have my spidey senses and that's mm. where that comes in. I find men don't get to it. What percentage of your clients are men? Well, were or is, uh, well, like 50-50. Oh, is that? You know what? And the men, I like the men. 
I, they, I appre- they appreciate, like I'll talk about their sex drive for sure. And none of them ever want to talk about Viagra. I wanted to talk about that with you guys as well. Like Cialis, Viagra. Yes, yes. Um, PT-141. Okay. Oh, yes, that one. But but that tends to be the 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 discussion that I bring about that the man and it, will not. And then eh? no. So why do they come to you initially? Because they because they are worried about uh, their blood pressure. Oh, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So, some basic yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or basic. they have like a sore calf from working out, and then they just sit there. And because I am who I am, then I start asking questions. <laughs> Because I don't think anyone... They're, Do they, they squirm in their chair when they're talking about... I guess at first, you know what? I just do it so often now. But at first, yeah, when I'd be like, now tell me about your erections. Like this is the, on the scale of one to 10, 10 being the hardest. And I'd be like this. They'd be kind of looking at me, right? <laughs> Seriously, like, well, I could, well, I could see that. No, I could see that. I, yeah, no, I don't care. But well, from I a woman, yeah. though, from yeah. a woman, you know? Yeah, but... Um, oh, maybe, yeah. So I, I bring that up too. It's very important. I find out, you know, with men, it's a lot about morning erections. I think you guys can correct me. Otherwise, that tends to be morning erect. All okay. Every morning. Yeah. Other every morning. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So when there's a change in that, that's usually how I get the conversation going, mm. right? And oh yeah, I don't wake up as often. Then how many times a night are you going to the bathroom? And then, you know, because they're not ever thinking there's anything wrong with them sexually. It's just that they're noticing that they're, they're not as hard as they used to be. Right. Right. And Cialis fixes that. That's yeah. So Cialis seems to be very effective. I like, I prefer Cialis. I've used Cialis yeah. and I've used uh, Viagra, but I like Cialis cause it's got a longer window. Yeah. You can take it and I think you're good for 30 hours. It's 36 hours. You're 36. Yeah. So you're not, uh, you know, you don't have to take it before you, have sex. You can take it, it the day before and know that you're good for till yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. There's no pressure to use it, right? Yeah. But but you guys have that, and then you get testosterone. So you, there's and two things. And PD a, something. What? P what? <laughs> now PT-141. PT-141. Which is a peptide. Yeah. And I think I've talked to you about that. Been many times. One of my favorites. Because uh, if I take PT-141 before going on a date night with my wife, I think it takes a few hours to kick in. I mean, I feel right away like something, but the actual effect, it's not only, uh, it's not like a Cialis, it's strictly for erection. It is about how you feel. It's about uh, sex drive. Like, you know, it's, uh, they call it, the, uh, I think they call it the love peptide, right? Yeah. And it makes you like desire the person. Like there's a lot more to it. It's very yeah. well-rounded. It's like taking Cialis, but adding all the feelings that come oh, nice. with, you know, your partner. And then, uh, and then it enhances orgasms, right? So. Yeah. And I've made, I've made the mistake of taking PT-141 and half a pill of Cialis and man, oh man. What happened? Well, it was, it was hard for like four hours. It was like, it was almost painful, you know, it was like, <laughs> like when I take PT-141, you know, the wind blows and I get an erection. I'm, I feel like a teenager, you know? Yeah. So for our audience at home that don't know what, uh, how to take it, it's not a pill. It's, no, a, it's an injection. It's an injection. Under uh, the skin. In, uh, insulin needle. So, and uh, have you tried that, Eli? I tried it, but infrequently, uh, and I don't think I had a chance to use it when I tried it. I was just fooling around and experimenting. So I didn't, no. I didn't use it enough to... to and do you find that the Cialis helps? Or it helps to a certain point. But not... It's, it's not the, the magic pill for me, no. But you when you guys pill? are talking about no. declining testosterone, no. you, that's a whole bunch of things that... Cialis doesn't correct, right? Like when you're saying no, that's right. But and I don't think uh, softer erections are uh, only about testosterone. It's a lot of it's psychological. You know, there's a lot. You could be exhausted. Also, the capillaries in that area, vascular disease affects it, and all this. Vascular, like it's very much vascular. That's very much for the vagina in general, and same with the like. It's all about blood flow. So, would heart disease affect a woman's? Blood flow yeah, as well, the same yeah, way as men? Okay. Yeah. What's that, heart disease? Yeah. Heart disease. Oh, heart disease. That's yeah. why I want to take a statin, because I'm wondering if it will open up the, my, um, the blood flow in my... But w- would the Cialis, like a small amount for the ni- nitric oxide? Um, I've tried it. And not the... Maybe I have to try it more. I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. I've Ooh, bought it in lotion. Pills. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my nitric... If I do the nitric oxide and the PT-141 and a bit of Cialis, forget about it. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to figure out how to all. But work that, together. that applies to a woman, right? Cialis also. 
you you I've can you thing. you can it's not it doesn't it's not the magic it's not magic no, no. but it enhances right uh, no they say it enhances no i didn't feel it did okay. but it can like you know everybody is going to be different yeah our biochemistry is all yeah different. well that's it and not not one shoot one size fits all anyways. you know what works is like um, nitroglycerin because it's a vasodilator yeah so uh nitroglycerin which uh yeah. Uh, in increases nitric oxide. Well, I have, we have a we have a nitric oxide formula. You guys do. It's a really powerful one. It's almost too powerful. It it uh, it dilates the blood vessels so much that when I was experimenting with it, because I was experimenting with my own the shower story. Oh God, I so I was experimenting on how much I could take, you know, uh, because nitric oxide has so many great functions aside from you know blood flow. Yeah, so many great functions, and. Uh, so I got to a point where I took too much and I actually passed out in the, in the, uh, cause my, my blood pressure dropped so dramatically because my, <laughs> my blood, <laughs> everything went opened up and I'm like, Ugh, and I'm passed. And then I got up and I got into the kitchen and then I passed out in the kitchen. My wife was freaking out. Everybody was freaking out. She thought I was dying, but it's cause my blood pressure dropped because it actually works. How so, did you take it? Orally. Oh, wow. And it works. Oh gosh, it works. I was it on works. the sofa for three days. It dropped my like. Oh, I just had so I was just so fatigued. My blood pressure is normally like ninety nine. Yeah, lo like it's, it's low. -ish. So that wasn't a great feeling. No, it wasn't a great feeling. But no, if you yeah, take the right amount, it's amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. But you just have to get the right amount. Yeah. Just the right amount, and so that's one of our products that, uh, <gasps> that we're working it. on is uh, is a nitric oxide pill, a real one. You can see a lot in the market. You know, like they use. Um, Arginine or beetroot. Yeah, yeah, beetroot. yeah. I tried beetroot the arginine. Powder. That did nothing. No, and the beetroot powder is okay, no, yeah. but it's like 5% of what you need. Ours is like hard hitting. And so we are actually looking at a potentially uh, a uh, time-released version. So so it doesn't yeah. overwhelm you, but it can produce nitric oxide throughout the day. What about a, a, a topical for this? I don't know. I don't know. We'd have to look at Do you guys ever one. use a solution on your penis? penis? No, never. To do what? To do bring what? blood flow. No. No, is never. there one? No, yeah. There's all this stuff. Nitric oxide in a cream. And Isn't nitric oxide oh. something that gets in the it, it, it's in the blood system? No? Yeah. That's I, that's like a whole bunch of my creams that, that I've been, it's for those things. I don't know how effective it is for men, but I would like a few men to try to I'll let try me know. It. I'll try it. That's yeah, a segue okay. into your. Did you want to discuss some of these creams and some of the benefits? That one sounds. No, really no. Good. I want to talk about all these things. I, you guys, I haven't had. I I, I'm always wondering why men don't rub more of these creams on their. I've never heard of no, such. Never thing. heard of a cream, and we're like, we're. You guys are. We're you, into this. Stuff, I know right? you guys are advanced. Well, I tried the ones. I tried like the ones that. So there's this uh, compound pharmacy. I'm sure you guys know of it in the United States, and it's called Emp um, Empire. Do you guys know it? No. no? Oh, and it's like the male, like it's the men, and that's where I get a lot of these ideas. Okay. And they have a lot of these formulas to use, like, because, you know, I, we, we don't want to drop our blood pressure, right? Like, that's not a great no. feeling. Empower? Empower Pharmacy. Yes, I know. You know they have right? some great stuff. See them. So I copy their, their formula. So if you have a formula that you want to try from yeah. them, you let me know, because I'm very oh. interested, and in, this is where I get a lot of my my ideas from. Oh, that's amazing. And it does seem to be that there are these creams that you can use with, have some benefit for vasodilation. Really? Huh? Based on yeah. nitric oxide? Oh, that's just strictly for the penis. No, and for, and like, for I, the vagina. No, no, I mean, but I mean, what I like about the NO is stuff I take everything. is it's the whole body, yeah. right? Because nitric yeah. oxide is so yeah, yeah. powerful. The way, the way, you know, yeah. what it does for the body is so powerful. I, I mean, I, I'm interested in the cream. I'm down for, with that cream. Yeah, I'm see, interested in the cream for a purpose, but good. But I really like taking. I take ni my nitric oxide Systemic. booster every day. But yeah. you, you're, you know what? You have a higher risk. You're a higher risk taker than most. I too, am. Right. I use my. Well, I think similar to you. I'm a. I, I'm a guinea pig for myself. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I'll try different things on myself. But in a smart way, though. I mean, well, except, except for, for the yeah, shower thing. thing but. Yeah. Right. Like you and I, we 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 would be in a different class, but yeah. Like I really like you, Eli, and I want I don't want you to fall and hit your head. <laughs> okay. I didn't hit my head. I just right. Slowly, I like you too, Doug. But you guys, to, if I'm part of that, I'd feel terrible. Like I you're fine, like for my, but I would be feeling terrible if you if someone hit I their head. I wouldn't allow you to do that. I would do it to myself. Oh yeah, I, I know. Okay, good. But I like the idea of creams. They're less harmful. Yeah. 
But that's a much more specific purpose. Yes, for a woman, because remember, we're going to work on the woman at the same time. And you know what's nice? That if a man uses it and he penetrates a woman, then it enhances oh, her. Yeah. Because a, currently, those all those things that we have, they don't they have a lot of product in them that numbs a woman's vagina. Oh, yeah. That, what are you talking about? Well, any of those lubes, a lot of the, the lubes, lubes yeah, yeah. and all the heat and the, you know what? They have a lot of stuff that just is not good for men and women. Okay. So, you know, that's why. So synthetic. Yes, yeah, synthetic. That's yeah. the word. That's why I'm going to bring you guys, like this hydro, hydro, this one, hyaluronic acid. Oh, I want you oh, to try this one. Try that one. And what's that for? It's just I'm like a moisturizer, okay, yeah. but it plumps up the the skin. I'm like it, it. it. Yeah. Well, this isn't for like plumping up the clitoris. Or yeah. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I've discovered that like incidentally on my own. Okay, it's supposed to plump up the face so that you're really pretty when you're on camera. Yeah. But Ooh. it goes a long way on the vagina. You should put Do that what, in your mouth. Plump up the. It's you know what? It's just bringing moisture, I think, into oh. the cells, the actual cells, because they get a little bit damaged, dry. Yeah. And it's so like once moisture enters into the cells and they plump up, then you have increased sensation, increased blood flow. So the cream that you uh, man would put on his his penis. You said it could affect the woman positively as well. Is well, it, yeah, that's. Is what, it a fast acting thing? It's probably not as fast for men as it is for women. I, I don't have Give like. Give me someone I'll let you. Yeah, know how fast I need. You know is. what? I think that that's better. This product development. We'll all go and do our research, and then we could discuss. I mean, we could do. Uh, I think we need to get Kelly back here again. There's so much more we can talk about the creams. Let's talk a little bit more about your practice before we wrap <laughs> things up. And uh, how do people get a hold of you? Um, what's the best way to find out more about what you do? Because you're amazing. You really, you really are. I think we could I mean, sit here and talk all. all, all I work. love you guys. <laughs> we, we though. You're right up my alley, though. You guys are my people. You listen to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, not that I need to be listened to. You do, but I. But you also have a lot of knowledge too, because you're both very fit. You right. You're very into looking after yourselves and aging gracefully. You know what? And you, and so I'm learning from you guys. We're into what we call health span. Which is not necessarily living longer. Just better. Just better. better. Really, I, I living think really too. well. We're right all three the... of us are on that page. Yeah. Right? Just yeah, better. Absolutely. Health span. Health, Increasing health yeah. span. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I like that. Because like, yeah. we could be living a long time. And, but living well a long time. But I've seen decrepit people in their... I don't, don't want to... We don't want... I don't think we I just don't want talk. That we don't want to be there. Guys. No. I don't want that either. No, just take me out in the back and Yeah, shoot but you me. guys are men. You're lucky. Like, come on. You get... To, like, I'd, I'd marry a man 90 years old. Like, you're never out of the game. Like, <laughs> but he'd have to have some money, though. I'm, I'm assuming... No, I don't think so. Right. I don't know. I think he... You know what? You know, I do the uh, Nicole I Smith. Or guys, what's her name? Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, I loved her. She I married that Texan guy there. I love her. I do you yeah. too. She I honestly did. Me too. Yeah, I really did. I don't even know who she was. She had a huge heart. I think she loved that man. Maybe. Like I don't know, but I liked her. Yeah, I really liked but people her. People were really unkind to her. Anyway, let's talk see. About, I would marry about... an old. I would marry an old guy. <laughs> okay, because he still got it. Well, yeah. So let's go back to your clinic now, because we're gonna oh, have to wrap clinic. up. Yeah. My clinic see is you. Kelly's clinic. Kelly's and it's clinic. Private Kelly's clinic. Ca. All right. I have a website, and you can book an appointment, and it's not five minutes, as you guys well know. I and think you go beyond. I go even if it's beyond. an hour, you go beyond the hour. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. But you know what? It's, it's exclusive, beyond, right? Yeah. Because, like, I have to like you as much as you like me. So I'm sorry, audience. Have you ever like, had a patient that you de you declined? Like you said, I, I don't like working with you. Well, I have. Yeah. Uh, it's very hard for me to decline, but. It's a, you just know it's a delight for me to, you guys can tell I'm delighted by you. So that's what I want. I just want that to always be the way. I don't want to have to worry about someone blaming me. Like, cause right. There's no blaming with you guys. We're not blaming me if like, like, like a lot of people, they want to blame someone else mm. for their health problems. Yeah, that's risky. Oh, yeah. That's right. So I don't feel very safe yeah, that way. That's why my website's not wide open for right. anyone. I re you guys are really smart. You're cautious, but you're not cautious. You care. So if you have people that are just like you, then they can come to Kelly's clinic. Right. Cool. 
All right. Okay. Like maybe for a variety of reasons, not just for vaginas. No, and stuff. no, no. For any anything. reason, I like mental health and addiction. I mean, oh. anything. Anything. Oh, I'm really that's... passionate about mental health. Oh, and that's addiction. important. I think we should talk about that one next time. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should that's my primary. Health, yeah. That's oh, my we, primary. Why didn't we source? talk about that today? Oh, we'll have to talk about it. You have amazing. to come back, Kelly. I would love to come back. And you have. We'll talk about. Let's make a note of that mental health because that's a huge issue. Yeah. And I, That's the primer because we can't fit that in a 10-minute appointment with the public health system anymore. No. And we, we're coming up really short. In, and so that's that's the main reason hey I man, started Kelly's. we really need – that's great. That's, yeah. Do you think that's you could, are there a lot of nurse practitioners in Ottawa? There are a lot of nurse practitioners. They're not as interested in – in not making like to make money as a nurse practitioner you you can't do what i'm doing privately though yeah yeah because you, then you have to start seeing way too many people and it's fast well, uh, so what i was thinking was you know, could you, you ever expand you your clinic that. into like a full nurse practitioner's clinic where you have That's other what staff I was trying to do i was trying to get a hold of like business guys like in like because there was an opportunity to even start like virtual health clinics all yeah. across canada yes yeah, but I'm not a businesswoman. I just keep trying to find business people. You got two people. business people yeah. right here. And I just think, like, yeah, we could make it awesome. Because it's a shame that you are, you know, it's just you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Not because, I mean, I, yeah. I, maybe I didn't say that right. It's a fine. They, well, that you're, uh, you're, because you're limited in time, right? So you only have so much time. And if it's a shame that what you do can't be spread yeah. and offered to so many more people, I mean, I'd love to. Just the, even the education part of yeah. what you offer to people is unheard of in the medical. And the fact world. that you genuinely care. Yeah. You really, really yeah, do. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about expanding your and I guess, so, But I am worried about losing my heart, guys, right? Like, I'm very worried. That's why I'd like, I started Kelly, and, and but I don't want to lose my heart. Because, so I have to figure that out. You Kelly, will. amazing. <laughs> so good. Uh, thank you for uh, for tonight, and we're definitely going to have you at least once, probably okay. a, a number of times <laughs> yeah, over the so much next while. Thank you for taking the time. And uh, Kelly'sClinic.ca. It's Kelly'sClinic.ca. Thank you, guys. Right. Thank, thank you. you.